this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we get dirty talking about tarlets and what we do with them on the road. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. You ready to get dirty talking about tarlets? We are talking about toilet tourism. That's right. We're actually talking about toilet tourism. I'm sorry for using the word toilet. You shouldn't be. It's funny. It is a, it is a funny word. Turlets. 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 Yeah. So, uh, what, by the way, speaking of like toilet tourism, I mean, toilet tourism, (laughs) (laughs) uh, what, uh, what is your sort of, um, barometer for a road trip, like bathroom that you stop at? Oh, actually, before we do that, we should actually really, I realize that some people might be starting with this as their first episode, even though it is episode 145. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. If it is your first episode, this is our social episode. So, uh, every five episodes, mm-hmm. we take a break from our normal format and we do, uh, about a 30 minute episode on... Something else. Something else. It's it's where we don't pick a destination. Aaron and I just kind of chat. Yep. For 30 minutes, we just talk about a specific thing. So yeah. in this... the pick topic, a topic yeah. and go. So the topic of this episode is toilet tourism, which sounds weird, but it's actually not. And it was mm-hmm. prompted and sparked by the recent Bent Brewstillery episode because Bent has a bidet in their bathroom. Mm-hmm. And if you've never used a bidet, you should no, you should. Seriously, you're probably sitting there talking at your podcast right now going, no, I won't use a bidet. And, I'm like, and I, I have to tell you, you should. First of all, this is this is Andrea's uh, number one reason for using a bidet. Okay. It reduces waste. Of Pardon, paper products. Yeah. Of pa- Damn it. You just ruined my pun. Oh, what was your pun? It reduces waste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, no, um, it, uh, it does reduce, uh, paper waste because, uh, bidets actually do, like, they, you don't have to use as much toilet paper when you use a bidet. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I actually do have one in my home. Yep. And since we installed a bidet about a year ago, we have, we don't buy as much toilet paper as we used to. Super significantly less. Yeah, it's true. So, um... And, like, you can actually get a basic, like, you know, no-frills bidet that just hooks right into your to- your water line. If you want to go nuts, go just search... For, like, 20 bucks. Yeah, but you can search bidets uh, on Amazon and just search from high to low price-wise. Right. And, wow. Right. Well, and the ones at the at Bent are actually super fancy. They have a heated seat. Yeah, that was the one that you said had front and backwash. Front and backwash and fans. So they will actually dry you while you're sitting there. 
That's so weird to me. I, I know. I, it's one of those things. It, sh- it shouldn't be because bidets were something that were used for a very long time. Like once, uh, you know, uh, indoor plumbing was more of a thing, it, mm-hmm. the bidet became more in, in vogue. Right. Now, they weren't so in vogue in the States because a lot of people, um, when you know, people were go- doing westward expansion. You would and throw your crap cities. out into the streets. Well, you throw your crap out in the streets. Uh, indoor plumbing wasn't as much of a thing, but people uh, who weren't near big cities only just had outhouses. That's true. Yeah. So they'd dig you'd a train hole, hole mm-hmm. and you'd put a little structure there with a hole in the seat. Yeah. And you'd take care of your business there. Well, and I think also we kind of believed in opulence. And so mm-hmm. we, we didn't need to think about necessarily... Um, Actually, no, I don't think that argument really holds up because a bidet takes up a second space in your bathroom if you have yeah. a separate bidet. Yeah. And that's most like if if you travel to Europe, most people that I've I've known that have traveled to Europe have found hotels that have bidets in them, especially the older hotels. You want to know something that is slightly gross? All right. Let's go there. Uh, when I was in Italy, I got brand new shoes and I walked a lot in those brand new shoes and developed blisters on my feet. Did you wash your feet in a bidet? I soaked my feet in a bidet, unknowingly realizing <laughs> without realizing what it was for at first. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. My parents didn't tell me what it was for until after I uh, soaked your feet. Soaked my feet in it. I thought I was I was doing a really good job of uh, of being judicious and. Yeah, hmm. no. Hmm. Um I I or they might have actually just told me to go do that because my feet were sore and I was complaining about it. One of the two. Weird. It does seem like a very Andrea thing to do. So mom, dad, um you normally don't listen to this podcast, but um if you are listening, you're welcome. <laughs> I just aired our dirty laundry over the internet. Uh so I did actually take my own advice quick and I went and checked uh like Amazon for bidets, and I, yeah. went, I went for buy high. Um, the most expensive things they actually have are like bidet faucet sets. Oh, really? Um, there is one by Roll, which is W or R O H L. I don't know where the the W came from in my head, um, but it is uh, it is a set. Uh, it's just like faucet handles right. and a spout. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It is eighteen hundred and eighty nine dollars and thirty eight cents. And that's actually um, so that's something. I mean, not that expensive thing Mm -hmm. but the faucet handles is something that uh, some of my friends who travel internationally have talked about um one of my friends has mentioned that uh when they travel the the bidets will have that faucet handle that you use and they don't like using them gotcha and well and the other thing too is in a lot of places, the plumbing actually can't support paper products. Mm-hmm. And so you you can't throw paper products in the toilet. You have to throw it in the trash separately. Ooh. So there actually is an additional incentive to, to learn how bidet. to use the bidet. Okay. It is still weird for me um, because I've, you know, the you go to the bathroom the way you go to the bathroom. Like True. You just you learn a way of doing it when you're a child. Yes. And then you just stick with that way. Mm-hmm. And you don't really think about it much until you come to moments like this. And, you know, thinking for me about like, okay, I have gone to the bathroom. I am unclean. I am going to stand up 
and walk three feet to a direction left or right, and then I'm going to kind of squat over a bidet bowl yeah. and make that happen. That feels much more weird. Which is why I kind of like the one that we have, which it's is just, it's toilet. installed on the toilet. So we literally just turn it on mm-hmm. and it sprays. See now, like everything that is not just like the the weird, overly expensive kind of faucets and, uh, and uh, hardware for a bidet... They've got the most expensive one they have is it's a full on toilet bowl and it is seven hundred and seventy three dollars and ninety nine cents. Welcome to the travel by proxy bidet episode. Exactly. Um, This one has heating. Heating. Okay. I'm going to read the description. Like, to be fair, butt warmers are kind of cool. No, like that. I froze my butt to a camp toilet once. Which happens on camp toilets. That's one of the things that, like, I love, I love the outdoors, but yeah. I love cabins. And yeah. The, like, no, this was at a cabin. It's just they had an outhouse that you had to oh, go to. Oh, okay. I like cabins with indoor plumbing. Mm. Uh, I like glamping. Mm. Um, glamping Shout is Shout out fun. to a uh, uh, friend of the show, Wonder Bar Glamp Ground, mm-hmm. um, and Eatery in Grand Marais, Minnesota. The Wonder Bar. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I... I haven't done a lot of like camping camping. I've always like done camping at campgrounds that have facilities. Um, and like we had a conversation a couple episodes ago um, where I really want to get a motorhome at some point to be able to travel. Uh, and half the reason for that is I will always have access to a toilet, a regular toilet that is not like outside. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that completely. So um, it's moments like this, you feel you find you're really weird about how you use a toilet. It's true. Which is kind of why we wanted to do our toilet tourism episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when, um, one of the key points of toilet tourism for me is uh, knowing the specific places that you always want to go to the bathroom. Yes. For me in Las Vegas on the Strip, it's always the Win because they have the fanciest bathrooms. The Win has the fanciest bathrooms. Well, I mean, they always seem they fe- it feels like it has the fanciest bathrooms. What, what makes it fancy? It, it just like it is. It's opulent and like they always have fancy music playing, and it just smells nice. Like, is it like a gold toilet kind of thing? It's not gold toilets. It's just like it's got like marble floors. Okay. It's like it's like old Vegas opulence, but okay, yeah. And and I mean, Steve Wynn's a jerk. He's a okay. misogynistic jerk, and I hate him. But. His, his bathrooms rank really the nice. best on the Las Vegas Strip. The ones downtown, though, mm-hmm. may, uh, I believe it's Main Street Station, if I'm remem- remembering correctly, because they have the Berlin Wall. Okay, in the men's room, it's I, I like uh, parts you can, of the you, actual yeah, Berlin you Wall. You can pee uh, right in front of the Berlin Wall. Okay, that's weird and it, awesome. Yeah, that had to be expensive. It's cool. That's one of those things that it's like you know I was watching a lot of those episodes on youtube of like these really really expensive houses and it's like you can have this house for only a hundred million dollars and it's like i want to see what that looks like you know uh but there was one that i watched that there was a um there was a vanity inside of a powder room so it's just a toilet and a vanity that's all that's in there right yeah and uh the vanity itself uh the sink was cut from a piece of black quartz and the like piece of black quartz after being cut was supposedly worth two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and then the construction of the diamond encrusted steel like base for the vanity was another fifty thousand. Oh wow! And so like the guy doing the tour is like, this is a three hundred thousand dollar vanity, and that's absurd. Like we're trying not to say stupid, but that is absurd. It really is absurd because it's like 
I don't have a house that's worth that much money. And my house is not a bathroom. Like, it's not a <laughs> single part of a bathroom. And it's one of those things that it's like, that's... Like, I have my dreams of, you know, yeah, no, like I get it. becoming, you know, like having so much money that I never have to worry about money ever again. But I could never bring myself to spend money like that on that thing. I like, I, wish. I would I would buy a toilet that was really fancy and I would have a regular vanity cabinet that I bought from Home Depot because it's fine. I um I for me, the the thing about like I always look out. I always search out speakeasies. Mm hmm. When I go like traveling because they always have almost always have cool bathrooms. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the laundry room in Las. I keep going back to Las Vegas. Well, you've done a lot of time. You've spent a lot of time in Las I have. Vegas. So the laundry room in Las Vegas has mm -hmm. this really cool like copper um, sink. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, so if you want to go to the laundry laundry room. Wow. Why can't I get language out? That's OK. Yeah. Uh, if you want to go to the laundry room in Las Vegas, um, you have to text a special number. It's in the Commonwealth okay. in downtown. Okay. And um, they have this this like really neat bathroom. It's got like a sliding door and it's got like this ornate like copper piping that goes right down to the sink. And hmm. yeah, that sounds fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, but, we have some locally, too, that have yeah. really neat bathrooms. Yeah. Like, um, I, I mean... R.I.P. The Independent had the uh, the gender neutral bathroom, which just had mm -hmm. kind of four stalls and then sink, you know, yeah. sink areas for everybody. Um, there was I a really lot of really love the progressive, like all gender facilities that are mm -hmm. moving in. I, my actually shout out to the city of St. Paul for mandating that every single uh, every single stall uh, restroom in and any like public facility has to be all gender. Yes. If it's a single stall. Yes. If it's a single, like if it's a single stall, single use mm -hmm. uh, restroom in the city of St. Paul, it is now required by law to be all gender. Yes. I love how progressive Minnesota can be sometimes. I mean, we were one of the first state, we were the first state to actually project, uh, protect transgender individuals. Really? Yeah. In terms of protecting them for, from like discrimination for employment mm -hmm. and um huh. yeah mm -hmm. I, I was not aware of that thank yeah. you for that letting me know yeah. welcome to toilet tourism and activism <laughs> we were also one of the first states to uh protect gay and lesbian uh workers as well hmm. because we're nice because well, we Minnesota are but nice. we were also weirdly not nice for a very long time yeah, as well so like we did we had a lot of laws codified but we didn't really honor them that's true yeah we're not going to get into that because yeah. this isn't that kind of a podcast. We're not a political show, really. No, we're not. Um, no, like um, we're a travel show. So let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about what we're gonna, what we're drinking today. Okay, because um, we actually did not talk about it on the last episode because we talked about uh, we, Bent. Yeah, so we were drinking the same drink we're now drinking while we were recording. Well, you the, are. Well, I am. Oh yeah, you've you've kind of I tweaked made myself it. a second one. That's okay. Um, so what I made for us is, uh, it's a take on an old fashioned that is based on rum. Yes. Uh, and I got this from, uh, Greg from how to drink. Uh, he did an episode where he did a bunch of rum old fashions. So I kind of took what he started and ran with it a little bit. So we've got lime juice, simple syrup, uh, Greg used Demerara syrup and I don't mm -hmm. have access to that. And I did not take the time. We to can make, make any. some, but we can, yeah. I just haven't made, haven't taken the time yet. Um, but then it's, uh, we use some rum from Lawless. 
Uh, shout out to several episodes ago when we went to Lawless. Lawless uh, we picked great. up some rum from them. Um, and then it's just that over ice and then 12 dashes of Angostura bitters. Um, and I made a version of this yesterday when I was like testing it. Uh, and I used Peychaud's bitters. And I actually preferred the flavor of that. The only reason that we're not drinking that is because one of my cats was a jerk and broke my bottle of Peychaud's bitters and, and left it all over the floor. Yeah, so uh, Snackies definitely got called Admiral Akbar, which is his full name. Yes. Um, and he got put on timeout after that. And then I had to clean up uh, the whole mess of that like very red liquid all over my floor. And I have a similar cocktail, except it has a, um, you know, those little, uh, you know, the little like ounce, travel ounce size travel bottles. bottles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, my spouse's family will occasionally have their Christmas uh, thing every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, they do a, like a white elephant gift exchange. Oh, yeah. And a lot of times their white elephant gift exchange, uh, they do a saran wrap ball where they wrap it's just a, stuff in there, stuff in there. And a lot of times the stuff that's in there are those little bottles. Mm-hmm. So we take them. So we take them home. Mm-hmm. And I found one of the things that was in there was sour watermelon something. I think it was schnapps. Okay. So it is the sour watermelon schnapps and with lawless rum, rum uh, and bitters and a little bit of simple syrup. Nice. Yeah. It tastes pretty good. All right. We're going to go with that. Pretty Would you good. like to taste it? Yeah, I'll give it a taste. All right. You're not sick, right? No. Okay. We verified it on the podcast. If I get a cold... It's my fault. It's Aaron's fault. It does smell very, like... Watermelony. Watermelony. Yeah, I put a couple of dashes of the bitters. I didn't put a ton, so you're going to just get a lot of watermelon. That is really tasty. Isn't it, though? I really like that. I know. I... You know what it reminds That's me like, of? Yeah. So I used to go to the TGI Fridays that used to exist in the Eden Prairie Center. Because um, mm-hmm. like when I lived in that area, it was kind of the easiest place to go and have several drinks and then that, still be that able to... That like, sounds so terrible. It does. The easiest place to go. <laughs> TGI Fridays. Welcome Come to TGI Fridays. It's simple. It was a cold, dark night. <laughs> I found myself going to the easiest place to go. TGI, TGI Fridays. Fridays. They got all the weird stuff on the walls. <laughs> no, but uh, so what they did is they had uh, they had a run of Long Islands that had different um, instead of adding Coke, uh, right. like Coca-Cola to the top, um, they put different schnapps. OK. And so they had a watermelon. Because, you know, the one thing that you need when it comes to Long Island is, more, is booze. more booze. That's the thing. Like, I had so many people that would, like, make fun of me because I was having a, quote, girly drink. And it's uh, such a rude thing. And it's very that is misogynistic. so rude. Yeah. So misogynistic. And also, if you're going to make fun of somebody for drinking anything don't make fun of someone for drinking a long island iced with more tea booze. with more booze if anything that is brave because that is just liquor on top of liquor on, <laughs> on top, top of, of liquor. liquor the only thing in a long island that's not liquor is the coke and the sour mix and the sour mix but it's still like i love the watermelon long islands that they had because they were so like fresh and tasty and I could have like three or four of them and then need to have some wings and like sit at the bar for two hours before I could go anywhere. Yeah. And play um, buzz time trivia. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know, I'd have times where, you know, people would randomly just be like, oh, it's so frou-frou. And it's like, you're drinking a Bud Light. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. 
but you're drinking like the world's blandest basic beer and you're complaining because I have something that A has flavor and B has like 40, 40 times the amount of alcohol in it than yeah. what you're drinking. And somehow what I'm doing is weird. Have fun with your corn chip water. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my word. I love these episodes because we just go places. <laughs> we were talking about We should toilets. probably talk about the toilets at TGI Fridays now. My favorite thing about visiting in TGI Fridays, just to keep this on topic, yeah. is that they have so much swag in, like, flair in the toilets, too. Well, not in the toilets, but in the bathrooms. Well, in the bathrooms, yeah. They don't actually put the, the you know, the weird roadsides and stuff in the toilets. Can you imagine you... an acrylic toilet filled with the stuff that they have on the walls oh, in TGI weird. Fridays? Oh, I want to... Just s- like a box uh, that's like a clear acrylic box that you then like yeah. go to the bathroom. Just like, just have a like, a, just a thin veneer of porcelain inside the bowl, but everything else flare. you can see into it. Flare inside the acrylic. Oh, I want someone to do that now. Like, I want to pee on on Route sixty six. <laughs> want to pee on a Route sixty six. I want to take a yeah. I want to take a dump on like. I actually don't want to do that. That is, it's going a little bit too far. Sorry, listeners. Wow. Yeah, that went a little left field, didn't it? That's okay. That's what the social yeah, episode. That's what the show, social episode is for. I am so sorry that um. Okay, so to bring it back, to uh, bring it back, to yeah. bring it back. So you know those. Um, the one thing I really enjoy about going to different restrooms is the faucets and the sinks. You know what I'm talking about. Sometimes yeah. you get those like they've got the weird kind of like almost waterfall faucet thing going on. Yeah, sure thing. And then you've got like a very shallow sink that has a steep angle that goes down to just kind of a grate of drains mm-hmm. instead of having like a single hole drain. I really like those. I don't know why. Like, I find those very aesthetically pleasing. What's your, what is your thought on rain showers? Like, as a shower shower? Yeah, like as the a rain shower shower, shower. Yeah, like I a like rain, them. you do? Yeah. Do you ever, oh, you don't have hair. I don't. Yeah. I haven't had hair. We forgot, I forgot this critical <laughs> point. Yeah. I haven't had hair in like 15 years, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that I have shorter hair, I don't mind them as much. But um, when I used to have like hair that went down to my back, rain mm-hmm. showers were awful. Oh, because it just kind of kept everything. It just super it just wet makes and... your ha- it just makes your hair damp. Yeah, because like rain showers don't really have they don't have enough pressure. Yeah, to really like get like if you put shampoo in your hair, a rain shower doesn't really get the water mm-hmm. out of your hair. See, like or the I've, shampoo out of your. So hair. I've been in hotels that had the like the the rain shower head up top, and then had kind of more of a standard shower right. head situation, uh-huh. and then had a wand, and that was like that was one of my yeah. favorite bathrooms. To yes, be in. so it had the wand that you could get your back really well. And then you could you could stand in in between the streams, so you had the the, the higher pressure coming mm-hmm. from the main shower head, and then you had the rain shower just kind of keeping gentle warm water over you, so you're not freezing inside Which is of the room. Perfect, exactly. Um, so that was that was super great. Like in my own home, I have a like dual shower head, so I've got the wand that's like on a magnet. And yeah, you can, you can take that off. You can keep both of them on at the same time, or you can um, like have them one at a time, kind of thing. So you can have just the wand uh, if you're like trying to like take every like if you need to w- wash a child mm-hmm. or a dog uh, and you don't want to have the whole shower on, you can just turn the wand on and keep that low and just in the tub. Um, so we have options, uh, but yeah. it is, it has enough pressure that it's comfortable for me. And when we reinstalled the new, um, tub and surround, which by the way, works. Congrats. Finally have all of that. The working. bathroom saga is coming to an end. The bathroom saga is coming to an end. We're, we're at the painting phase now. 
we are at uh, we are finally there. So clink those glasses. Hopefully by the time this actually comes out, we will be at a point where it will have been painted. Oh, it'll definitely be painted. It better be. Otherwise, I've been way too lazy. <laughs> but no, it's um like I had I used to have kind of uh like a, a rain style shower head yeah. that had a gooseneck and um it was designed to go to a normal like kind of just curved shower spout and right. then uh, allow you to get your kind of over the top straight down rain. Uh, but I always angled it so that it would just kind of aim at me. And then I, but that one still had a pressure adjustment. So sure. I could make it like the rainfall or I could have like a regular shower right. and pressure. Um, so I spent a lot of time and money on shower heads. Huh. Huh. Yeah. I, uh, we have one shower head. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, you have the, you have the bath and a half. Yeah. We have, the, yeah. So, well, and for us, I mean, that's all we need. We're pretty mm-hmm. low for, and we're we're in sort of our, uh, we're not in our forever home right now. But you're in a place that's nice for now. Yeah, and exactly. Is, you know, it's got enough space to mm-hmm. kind of. We have the spare bedroom studio here. Yeah, so we've got enough space uh, at at your home for to, for activities like this. Activities, <laughs> activities. Um, but yeah, it's. I'm I'm looking forward to um, not having to do any more renovation work in my it's home true. for a while. I can't wait until we eventually, like maybe three or four years from now, get an actual spare bed, an actual studio space mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we upgrade. Exactly. Next Cause, time. Because uh, Jay and I are dinks. Yep. Double income, no kid. Yep. So that is totally in the cards for us. That's currently where uh, Elizabeth and I are. We will see what the future holds. But yeah. uh, currently the double income, no kids. I mean, technically, our household is three income, one child. It's just that we don't actually have to support the child. True. The child just exists in our home. The child exists. Mm-hmm. So, um, when it comes to when it comes to actually like going places for me, one of the like I I like to stay at Airbnbs when we travel. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I actually look at bathroom photos yep. as a deciding factor. Re- like as a deciding factor as a deciding factor in picking okay. a an airbnb space i mean like like I, I, if, if a one, place yeah when we chose the one for my bachelor do um it had the like bath and a half going on yeah and the uh that shower was insane and yes we, we had every we had a bunch of you uh, shotgun beers in the uh-huh. shower uh because classy i mean we yes of course it was a bachelor yeah uh bachelor party so <laughs> But no, yeah. shotgunning beers in the shower, A, means that the shower is large enough to fit four, four humans. Yes. Uh, and B, it makes sure that when you have to clean up after shotgunning beers, you don't have to deal with like the beer smell on the floor. Exactly. In the kitchen or the living room, and you right. don't ruin any rugs. See? You just, so, you just rinse you rinse and throw some soap on the floor, and boom, so you've cleaned up. Bathroom tourism actually <laughs> makes sense. Exactly. Which is why when we uh, kind of decided to think about you know looking at other places you know we looked at a cabin that has a bar in it for Mm -hmm. another place to visit at some point or um i have a tree house on my list that has a huge soaking tub is that the one down in cottage grove no no that there's one out i think in iowa that's on my list of eventual places okay 
I don't know. I'll have to, uh, I might show you at some point. I have an Airbnb like a uh, vacation list of just you like weird lists of lists of lists. I of do. Lists, I do. Which that, is great. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Like, well, it's like our, our travel by proxy um, mm-hmm. map, which um, share with your friends, by the way, it's on yeah. our website. Um, travel by proxy.com. You can click on maps. We update it fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and uh you update it. i update it regularly <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's basically like it, it's uh places we've talked about on the show um so that you know some of the cool places that we've been cool places that we talked about because tony listener uh actually messaged me a while back when he was going to be in st louis and he ended up going down to taste the uh the best roast beef sandwich I've oh, ever did had. he um, what did he, he think it- of it he said it was good. He actually gave me a suggestion for a different place up in Duluth to go. Oh, awesome. And I've been holding on to that until we actually get time to go to a place. Because with everything that's been going on over the summer, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have time to like make a day trip or anything like that. Because Duluth is a three-hour drive mm-hmm. from here. It is not like a really short thing that we can do. So Yeah, but you and I are going to have to mm-hmm. definitely um, do a weekend trip up to exactly. Duluth or even up to Grand Marais. Mm-hmm. I really do want to go stay at one bar yeah for a weekend i would like to do that in the spring yeah in the spring though not in the winter no glamping is cool but glamping in the winter time is terrifying do you want to glamp send us a message on our facebook page or email us fans at travelbyproxy.com our travel by proxy theme is good day by alex copyright 2012 our closing music is now we're talking by jaris copyright 2015 both are licensed under creative commons attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixer.org thank you very much for listening to this week's episode we hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a look out your window walking with you and your moving these stones and your Rearranging all the pieces that you find Now we're talking about Things and places, all the names And the faces of the people that you love